Today, I'm joined by apparel designer, Tessa Louise from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Could you tell me a little bit about your brand, Tessa Louise? Tessa Louise has been around for about eight years. I've developed a pretty loyal client base. And about a year or two ago, I started really working on expanding. My focus has been women's wear. In the winter and fall, I use a lot of cut and sew sweater weight knits of fabric. But the ethos of my brand has always been to keep the production local, U.S.-based, and focus on styles that are extremely versatile, really flattering, and seasonless. What motivated you to begin making and selling masks? And how have you kept up with demand for the masks? <laughs> it's been interesting. Initially, I was apprehensive to make the masks, but I was getting so many requests. I also wanted to find a way to help and keep my business you know, running, make enough profit that I can cover my studio space, that I can cover some employees. What's really important to me to maintain even throughout all of this is to continue to pay all my seamstresses and all my sewers an ethical living wage. But I've also decided to take donations and put 100% of every donation dollar that I get, um, plus some with a little bit of my own donation, and putting that entirely towards labor and fabric slash material to produce the masks so that I can donate them to people in the medical industry and restaurant industry. Because... The restaurant industry is near and dear to my heart. I'm closely attached to it. On TesselaLouise.com, you saw a single mask in various styles. Could you talk about the design of the face mask? Yeah. I originally designed the pattern inspired by the Olsen face mask, and any home sewer could download that pattern. And I have since tweaked it and sized it. So now I am making them with like a fun print on the outside and a color on the inside. And they all have a pocket where you can put in your own filter if you want to, which originally I was thinking like a HEPA filter, but of course those are hard to come by right now. I've heard of people using everything from a panty liner that you can hide in your mask or coffee filters. Basically, there's a lot of options for filters, but at least this can kind of hide it in a cute and fashionable way. I made this regular style, which is like good for adults like myself, and you can just put them right over your ear like this. So they're really easy to take on and off and they don't mess with your hair and they're really quick. I also see that you're making masks for children. Is that correct? Why make masks for children? Well, I think there's a couple reasons to make masks for children. First of all, children are more likely to be carriers of the coronavirus and not have symptoms. Um, the ability to give them a mask and hopefully contain the potential of spreading coronavirus is important. Secondly, I was getting a lot of people reaching out to me asking if I was going to make masks for their kids. My cousins, for example, were having issues with getting their kids to wear a bandana because they just kept falling off and their kids were annoyed by it. When I recently sent them my youth masks, they loved the prints and the fact that it was bright colors and plaid. It's a good thing to be able to get these really adorable pictures of like three-year-old boys wearing masks texted to you. So that's also kind of fun because they're so cute. Isn't the mini cute? Um, the mini is good for like two to five. And then the youth is good for probably like six to 12. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Of course, anytime.